My dear friend and teacher, I've been reflecting on all your messages and have a few thoughts that I'd like to share here again. Maybe you can tell me something about it. I have experienced contact with the deceased in different ways and you have, it was mentioned the other day, that some deceased stay at the level of planetary nature that is on earth. And that raised the question in me, what it was like for them, those I contacted, especially back when I was learning at the Arthur Findlay College there. We were in nearly constant contact with the deceased, ultimately making contacts, in which we stood in front of a group. And based on the information of the deceased and the feedback from the participants of the groups respectively, gradually identified the deceased. Were these deceased individuals right there in that room when we conducted these sessions? No. What was that then? How did that work? What was it? Um, in those exercises, you experience contact with all forms of being. You didn't physically perceive the deceased, did you? But you communicated through the conscious exchange of information with each other. This is possible throughout the cosmos and not tied to a location. Certainly there are places where this is easier and other places where it is less so. But in the end there were deceased and other entities. Understand? So that was nothing now. Not the deceased who were bound to this Trains place and, and Dortmund. Hence they made That's contact. That's exactly how it is. But then I was also in Cuba and watched shamans as they performed a kind of... They had built an altar, complete with bones and all sorts of stuff. And there was in that corner, at that altar, also a kind of access. So they used this altar as access to the deceased. The difference between the school in England, that is the Arthur Findlay College, and this form of communication back then in Cuba, that we had a lot of information in England. We first had to figure out who was actually speaking from what we received from the deceased. So, who are these entities, if you can call it that? In this case, mostly deceased. Who were these deceased anyway? Those then, or rather, those in charge more or less precisely, if one may say so. Then the exchange began. In Cuba, on the other hand, it was not about finding out who was speaking exactly, but rather information was just passed on. And... Um, when I asked the executing media, meaning the Cubans, who was speaking, they said it was the deceased. Deceased who are somehow staying here. Interestingly, amusingly, they gave alcohol to the deceased. They spat on it with wine and such things. So it was very different from in England at school. We didn't do that. We have no deceased with alcohol involved. I spat. Am I mistaken now, or were those actually deceased in Cuba talking? As ghosts lingered at that place in Cuba and something from that spirit, meaning the alcohol that was given to them had a physical effect on the purely physical level. 
There have been and still are the deceased. Ghosts that are there directly. Uh-huh. If you had focused more on the altar, so you would have perceived her words even more clearly. But I was excited because I was unfamiliar with all of this. And that was really new to me, but tell me. If they are still there, I mean really there, at this altar, at this place in Cuba, are they doing well there? That's a question you should ask the deceased. But this spitting of alcohol, I mean they That's don't taste with our senses. They can't seriously taste alcohol, can they? It's not the alcohol, it's the impulse, the intention, the will to give. What did the deceased get from it in terms of energy balance? They are nourished with various energies, avoiding loneliness. And a kind of task is performed, this can indeed be fulfilling. So they are really there, like really on site. That's interesting. And... Because this type of altar had, honestly, from my feeling something a bit dark about it. Mm. It was quite old. And with all that spooking with alcohol, it looked a bit creepy indeed. Weathered. There were no negative beings. Calm down, Sylvia. They were simply anchored there and wanted to carry out this task. Okay, I've got that. All right. And now we can happily continue here. Today, we wanted to learn about guardian spirits. First of all, I need a description from you of what exactly a guardian spirit is. Is it a deceased person? Is it an angel? What exactly is it now? Does everyone have something like this? And why do they exist? So many questions Yes, at please once. just start wherever you yes, like. Yes, my perception <clears throat> of guardian spirits is as follows. If a person is very unconscious in their life, does the mobility of the soul and the attention into cosmic being fade? Thus, resonances that create imbalance in the cosmos emerge. Helping energy fields start to organize. To reduce the energetic loss of the respective being, the respective soul in the body, these energy fields come from the higher levels of angel energy. Oh, really? The angel? How beautiful. So the resonance of a person's declining frequency field causes such cosmic assistance, right? Right. Without him asking for it? In a way, he naturally asked for it. Because no soul really wants to lose strength. Unconsciously, the souls are in constant exchange with the Great Whole through the connection with the cosmos. And if they lose energy, compensatory forces are called upon. It's like it happens in the subconscious of the respective soul, even if it doesn't have one. But to make it clearer to you, it happens almost automatically. It's a cosmic defense mechanism. Ah, 
a protective mechanism of the cosmos to prevent soul energy from losing too much power during their incarnation. Um. But by the power of free will, they should actually take this risk on their own responsibility. Then um, that's just how it is. No, it's not that easy. The cosmos is not tempted to just leave its souls in imbalance to fend for themselves. There's always a greater whole connected to these parts. Do you understand what I mean? There is personal responsibility though. But there's also the large common whole, as already mentioned, like in an organism interacting with each other. And in this togetherness, protective mechanisms arise. <laughs> That's actually nice to know. Yes. So, not everyone has a guardian spirit, but those who are at risk of reaching a critical energetic point, right? Okay. That's great. Really good to know that the energy cosmos, as I'll call it Boom. now, provides such tools. And these guardian spirits, they come from the energy. No. From the angel level, helping humans, they are then on the level of the earth, nature. That means in time, throughout their lives, such protective energies and fields gravitate towards these people. Please try to explain it a bit more precisely. Not the time of a whole life. A critical phase of energy loss for the respective soul begins. Thus, these guardian angels move into the plane of the incarnated towards the person. To this soul. They are with him and protect the energy field of this soul with impulses and resonances. Impulses and resonances? How exactly does this soul perceive these impulses and resonances? Different. Some feel the presence of a loving energy. Others might even hear a few words from the guardian spirit. Some don't notice it at all. Anyway, the presence affects the soul's energy field. Wait. In the soul's energy field, they enter the aura field of these people, but they don't attach themselves like fragments of the soul. No, no, they are with you. They are companions. Ah, nice. So a guardian spirit is also a guardian angel. Is yes, this the same yes, thing? Yes, yes, yes. Oh, okay. And people can call them consciously, of course. But yes. Then it's true that uh, for every person who feels despair in their life, there's a certainty that they have a guardian angel by their side. And actually, you just need to strengthen your connection to this it. This is a very nice hint. As a first step, that would be advisable. If the connection in this communication is strengthened, so will the power in the soul increase again and despair disappears. All of this is interconnected. I would have thought that a guardian angel or spirit only comes when one calls for it. No. Oh, interesting. But a soul fragment that makes itself known in the lower frequency realms of the cosmos has no guardian spirit. No, because they aren't souls with a soul core, but just fragments of souls. Yes, makes sense. I understand. So 
Not every valley gets a guardian spirit. No, of course not. It's about protecting and nurturing souls, but not their fragments. That would be endless, you would say. Yes, that is true. That's these These guardian spirits or guardian angels. Can you describe to me a little more vividly what they're like? So, you've already given a picture of the angels, but do they really look just like angels now? Yes. So not somehow bigger or smaller, just like angels in the original. But indeed with a specific caring role for a period measured on earth. That's how it is. That's beautiful. Really nice to know. It will comfort people a lot that they can always call upon a guardian spirit. And those who can't will still have one assigned to them. Really nice and calming to know. But how does one summon a guardian spirit or guardian angel? If you feel the need to strengthen and establish contact with your guardian angel, then pray. Ask them to make themselves more present. Begins to bridge this communication. I know what you bring along. You mean... For instance, when I intensified communication with the deceased, I also went through a phase where I said, first it needs to create an indicator. Take that as a yes and one for a no. And when I sensed these deceased, I told them, if it's a yes, then please step forward. And if it's a no, then please step back. Very good. It worked great right away and that's how we started communicating. Just a simple yes-no. You can communicate with yes-no too and so mm -hmm. the deceased simply told me, I could tell they were agreeing, without them explicitly saying yes or me even clearly seeing their face, let alone needing to hear them say it. Now is it a yes? Others can see it differently, of course. There are thousands of mnemonic devices one can build for oneself. One might notice that the guardian spirit... He jumps when he means yes or kneels when he means no or whatever. Shakes his head or nods. I think there are very, very many ways to practice this. Right? I find it very, very important and good. That you name examples here, it's like learning a language together. Building up this communication piece by piece. And it won't just be a yes or no, trust me. The feeling for one another, the communication with one another will become stronger and stronger. That it doesn't just stay with the yes and no is obviously logical. What are we doing here? I just mean it's super, super. More beautiful, simple. Stands up. Yes. And I've immortalized him here so that you can... Listeners. You might want to try contacting someone who has Boom. passed away if you're interested and don't know how to communicate with them. Tell me. And when a soul is strengthened in its power, then the guardian spirit simply leaves, right? Yes, and they return to the greater whole. Because they know the souls now have enough power to move and change themselves. To grow. On earth one might get a bit sentimental after having been through thick and thin together. And then at the end, somehow, parting ways. On earth, 
one does not feel this connection as without bodily love. You know that? The souls always know each other in connection. And even if the guardian spirit no longer dwells right next to the soul, on the plane of the incarnated, so they remain connected to each other, that's not the question, is it? Yes. Yes, of course, you are absolutely right. So whenever that soul needs help again, that very guardian spirit comes. Or does another one come? It can also be someone else. Depending on the need, the problem and the potential. Power potential? In each soul, things change, as you know, and the group of helpers is there to help as a whole, not individually. Yes, I know. Okay, I'd like to ask a bit more in detail about the areas of influence of such guardian angels. What can one actually ask a guardian spirit for? Folk? Do you have any thoughts on that? Yes. Uh, please speak. If you need help materializing a wish, thus the guardian spirit can help accelerate the necessary resonance fields. If you need support in communicating with others so it goes smoothly and easily, the guardian spirit can support this. If you generally desire impulses from the cosmos that enliven, accelerate, and purify your path, then the guardian spirit can direct these impulses to you. When you ask for purification in your soul, the guardian spirit can accelerate it by putting the purifying impulses into the fields. So all this, of course, only upon your request. The energy is with you to help, and she needs guidance. Most often it happens to unconscious people through soul impulses, which you don't consciously perceive as such. But you could consciously perceive and direct them. If people also have the desire for conception, a guardian spirit can accelerate this. There are so many examples where the help of the cosmos can be called upon can and the guardian spirit forms the bridge to the subtle planes and thus throughout the cosmos he is close to you and thus as an ambassador of the ethereal he is in a way a representative of the other worlds i understand you can probably also just invoke a guardian spirit solely for protection for instance, to ask for protection from some attacks, energetic attacks or something, right? But of course... Have you ever experienced a soul having multiple guardian spirits? Oh, yes. Really, that exists too? Why? Uh, well, I don't know why, but I've seen it before. A soul that was surrounded by several guardian spirits. Have you ever looked at a soul like that? Mm -hmm. Yes. What was different about it? Her energy field was darker. Oh, what do you think about that? I mean, what were those guardian spirits there for exactly? I think their main purpose is to prevent the division and transformation of soul energy into porous layers by continuously providing positive impulses. But if I put two and two together, 
from what you've just told me. If a soul carries so many dark fields within, that is, it's so tainted, then she's almost unreachable, isn't she? Not unreachable, but perhaps more difficult to penetrate. It is what it is. Assistance is provided and impulses are given. Whether the soul notices and takes them up is quite another matter. And yes, self-responsible history. How many guardian spirits were there with the soul you perceive? Several, Sylvia, several. I didn't count them. And when them, you were out on me, your but research, there were you some... experienced this very often. No. But not too little either. Oh, can you give me a few percentages? <laughs> you know I'm always such an okay. analyst. Also, Sylvia, say more or less something like that. To be exact, well, I guess... 14.2%. That's a funny number. Friend of the natives. Isolo? Well, 14.2, I would have thought you'd say something like 10 or 30 or something. But 14 is If kind you don't of so like my answer, I'm sorry about that. Oh. I took the group of perceived multiple guardian spirits and invited them to the other perceived inclusions. I researched and stumbled upon this value. Please forgive me and I beg you. Don't value it. Let's uh, sorry, see. Sorry, sorry. You know, I just want to understand it as well as possible. That's why I'm asking. Ho, ho, ho. I ask. Oh, thank you. So does this mean for the souls that are generally doing well, those who are relatively strong in their potential energy, have no guardian spirits or no guardian spirits? Yes, and there's something else I want to tell you after we've laughed so much. Your pressing desire and joy in precision is the power that ultimately makes our communication possible. And for that, I thank oh, you. Thank you. So moving on, regarding the soul energies, those who are less well off have more guardian spirits. And for those who are really struggling, then, there are several. That's how Have it you is. ever observed something truly extraordinary, like archangels visiting a soul? It's always just the guardian spirits, right? Why is that? Because it requires certain problematics to stay longer in the plane of the incarnated. Neither archangels nor the masters of light or even the wise brotherhood can really do that. Can it be said that guardian angels have an extra specification compared to normal angels? Mm. A really interesting question. Yes, when you put it that way, could it be that they have some sort of special frequency or potential to endure the planet's frequencies? Uh, 
are the guardian spirits also found in the plane of the waiting hall and the deceased? No, 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 no. They are only with the incarnated energies, my love. You once said that conscious souls incarnate in bodies from the size of a mouse, but definitely from the size of dolphins. Mm. Everything that belongs to the dolphin group also carries souls within them. So if they have souls, do they also get the chance to have guardian spirits? Like the dolphin group? But of course. It's funny to know that whales and dolphins can also have guardian spirits. But yes. When they lose their energy, right? But that surely doesn't happen often, does it? I'm sorry. I don't have any statistics on that again. Would have been interesting. Do you have I anything know. else you want to say about guardian emperors or guardian angels? Okay, I think I have no further questions then. Let's end this chapter here. Please forgive my questions and my values again, but I'm all the more grateful if you at least try to make it decent. To outline. This way, we all get a picture of the big picture, and it truly is a big one. And each and every one, every single mosaic piece in it is important. Uh, so thank you once again very much, love. I hope it pleases you to hear when I tell you. The way you ask questions helps me learn more and more. Exciting. Thanks, love. That's it. 